In Luke 24, Jesus appears to his disciples after his resurrection, and we're told that there are doubts in their hearts, and because of that, Jesus shows them his hands and his feet. Verse 41 then says, They still disbelieved for joy and were marveling. Let me give you another example of a couple who disbelieved for joy. And if you're going through the one-year Bible, uh, you read this passage this morning. It's from Genesis 17. When Abraham was 99 years old and his wife Sarah was 89, God promised Abraham that he would be blessed with a son. What was the response of the great patriarch, this man who is known as the father of our faith? Verse 17, Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said to himself, Shall a child be born to a man when he is a hundred years old? Shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear a child? Obviously, this promise was just too good to be true. A little later, the promise is repeated by the Lord, and this time, Sarah overhears it as she is listening at the tent door. She, too, thinks that the promise is a joke, and we're told that she laughs. But the laughter has just begun. In God's time, however, the laughter of unbelief will give way to the laughter of faith. A year later, just as God promised, a child is born to Abraham and Sarah in their old age. And what do they name the child? Isaac, which means laughter. Isn't that appropriate? Imagine Sarah, now in her 90s, going to the local farmer's market, <laughs> holding this newborn in her arms, explaining to all the ladies who are saying, oh, he's so adorable. Is that your... Great-grandson? No. <laughs> Grandson? No. Who is it? This is my firstborn son. <laughs> and can you imagine the chuckling that probably happened? And then someone probably said, that's funny. What's his name? <laughs> Laughter. <laughs> of course it is. What could be more fitting? The child of promise is, as one pastor said, a promise of laughter. God promises in the Abrahamic covenant to eventually bless all the families of the earth and to bring joy to the world. Remember what the angel said to the shepherds? Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The birth of Isaac was just a foretaste of more laughter and joy to come. I like what William Cowper said. God moves in a mysterious way his wonders to perform. I agree and would simply add, and sometimes God moves in a funny way his wonders to perform. Now, a word for those of you who, like Job, are feeling as if your harp is tuned to mourning or your flute to the sound of wailing. Remember that Abraham and Sarah had to wait literally decades for the arrival of laughter. Joseph endured 13 long years of one cruel injustice after another before he rose to power in Egypt. 
And when Joseph's firstborn son arrived, he named him Manasseh because God made him forget all his hardship. James 5:11 says, "You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about." And if you're wondering, what did the Lord finally bring about? Uh, we're told at the end of Job that the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than the former days. In fact, if you number Job's sheep, camel, yoke of oxen, and female donkeys, you will notice that the number in the last chapter are exactly double from what we saw in the first chapter. And I think God is trying to communicate something to us by that. Um, if you are in a season right now that is challenging, let me encourage you to run with endurance the race that is set before you. Doing so, as Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Fixing your sights on future joy is essential per, for perseverance through the present valleys. Um, isn't that what Paul is advocating in Romans 8, 18, when he says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. So regardless of your current circumstances, you can be confident that in God's time and in God's way, joy and laughter is coming. And you can know that because Jesus promised, Luke 6, 21, Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. It may seem almost too good to be true, but Jesus promises us laughter. And it will take place in his perfect timing. This reminds us of our need to confess our sins, so let's do so now silently, remembering that our God is a gracious, merciful, and forgiving God.